You're here with Gail. We're at the table with Gail and your, well, I'm not a co-host, but I'm someone you bounce ideas off, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hello. You're on Coast Access Radio 104.7. How are you today, Gail? Oh, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yes, I, I'm very good. I've been perusing over some recipes and uh, I thought we'd go fishy. Oh, really? Have you been fishing lately, listeners? Yes, well, um, these, this is a prawn curry that I'm going to start off with. Nice, easy one. And uh, I thought this would do good for um, the up and coming. Uh, have we got Have we got um, Valentine's Day? Well, you moving see, around the corner. Depending soon? on when you're listening to this. So yes, it is Valentine's Day on Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, Happy Valentine's Day. Oh yes, happy. Oh look, look don't worry about the roses. It's okay. I, I don't mind. Just make a know. meal. Yeah. Oh, are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm going to bring talking, roses. I'm talking to anybody <laughs> <laughs> that wants to send me some. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> we'll get on with the real show. You can send them via the station if you like. I'll pass them on. <laughs> so we're going to start off easy prawn curry. Three tablespoons of desiccated coconut, half a cup of boiling water, two tablespoons of canola oil, one uh, onion finely chopped, one garlic clove finely chopped, one tablespoon of fresh ginger finely chopped, one teaspoon of ground cumin, one teaspoon of ground coriander, one teaspoon of turmeric, and uh, one and a half teaspoons, I think, of chili mints. Well, that'd be one thing that I wouldn't be putting in because, oh, I can't risk chilies. You know, they might be hot, they might be mild, but, oh, it can ruin something. So um, I'm just at, but you can put it in. Two large tomatoes diced, and, of course, we've got our seasoning, salt and pepper. We can't go without that. And about 350 to 450 grams of cooked prawns, which I think, can you buy them from the supermarket? I think you can. Um, I think I you don't can. really, or, or fishmonger, but it's not something that I've actually brought. It's not really on my shopping list. But uh, but anyway, I probably might, if I was at a restaurant, I might try some. But I've never actually been you know, able to cook them. Because uh, if they're overcooked, they're a bit like leather, aren't they? I well, don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, just don't overcook prawns. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. A, Or any fish, I suppose, if it comes to that. Yeah. Mm. This looks pretty easy, though. I reckon you'd be fine with this. Mm, okay. Yeah. And we've uh, we've got the juice of a lemon or a lime just to, to, uh, to finish it off. So the method for this is put coconut into a bowl and pour over the boiling water and let it stand, obviously for the water to be absorbed by the uh, the coconut. Heat the oil in a medium-sized pan, then fry the onion, garlic, and ginger until soft and beginning to brown, which to us is sauté, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. And then stir in the spices and chilli and cook for one minute. Add the diced tomatoes and cook for another one to two minutes before adding the coconut mixture. And then simmer for a further four or five minutes then add your prawns. And I see here it says cook a further two or three minutes, then add the juice and the seasoning. And serve over plain steamed rice with coriander and coconut threads. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you can toast that as well. Can you? Oh, Mm. you're just in a pan like you do with the, um, what what did we... Um, sesame seeds yeah. we did a yeah. quick stir didn't we yeah. to brown them very and, gently uh, oh very gently oh, no. or, or just throw on coconut oh yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah exactly I think that might be more my style actually so uh, but there you are it looks quite easy and uh, and it you know certainly would be tasty absolutely that do looks you have to really do anything tasty. to the prawns before you um 
Are they all D whatever they take D? the the the, the uh, back the yeah well, something they call off it a vein it? yeah a vein off yeah it, isn't or it? take off some people take the tails off, take the tail off and you can cut it and then take off that inside oh, okay. part. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm not experienced when it comes to prawnslessness. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but the, I know that you have to take something off, and I presume if you're buying them. Would they all, Sometimes they you have ha- already can. done that. Yeah, and you can also buy shrimps from the supermarket. There's some. This is the vegan, but I used to oh. when I when I wasn't a vegan. Oh, okay. I used to eat prawns, and they would. You would sometimes maybe get shrimps, and they're already cleaned. Oh, okay. Yeah, that well, that'd be more there. my style. Yeah, yeah and some prawns see, you know, are also instant. like that. Yeah, mm. but if oh, not, okay. you need someone who maybe a. I had a mother-in-law that was Italian, and she used to teach me all of this stuff, oh. and it was it gets quite easy. Oh, yeah. yeah you're scared well, for no reason. This is easy. I can show you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Righto. Well, anyway, that's it. And give it a go because you've got, um, you know, leading up to Valentine's Day, which is, you know, when you're hearing this program, as Catherine said, on uh, actual Valentine's Day itself. Um, yeah, you could actually do that and impress somebody. Absolutely, you could. Absolutely. Yes. Go well with a very nice, crisp glass of wine. Oh, yes, very nice. And the self-sourcing blueberry pudding that I'm actually just going to give you. Hello. Yeah, hello. And blueberries are plentiful. I've actually just had a couple planted in my place and uh, I went out and I noticed there was about three black ones on one of them and I thought, hmm, I wonder if they're okay to eat. So I picked them off. Oh, they were absolutely divine. So please, my blueberry bushes, I suppose you call them, just grow, hurry, please, hurry. <laughs> I want the blueberries off. And they were beautiful. They were divine. I can't remember the brand, but anyway, they were lovely. So we could do this self-sourcing blueberry pudding. And uh, we start off with the ingredients, of course, one and a half cups of self-raising flour, 75 grams of uh, butter diced, half a cup of sugar, grated rind and juice of one orange, one cup of milk, one cup of blueberries, fresh or frozen, but frozen defrosted. And then for the sauce, which you, you know, self-sourcing, is boiling water, half a cup of blueberry jam, and half a cup of sugar. Mm. That's for the sauce. So the method is that we're going to preheat the oven to 180 degrees Celsius, lightly grease a six-cup capacity um, oven-proof dish, Sift the flour into a bowl and rub in the butter until the mixture resembles fine crumbs. Now, you can do that with your hands, of course. You know, that's one good way. But I've got one of those lovely little wee, you know, gadgets that you can actually put through the flour and it, you know, turns it into, um, if you've got butter, and uh, turns it into sort of like um, fine crumbs. Stir in the sugar and orange rind and make a well in the centre. Pour in the milk, add the blueberries and mix with a slotted spoon to form a stiff batter. There must be a reason for a slotted spoon. That's a spoon with holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to do this, it must aerate it. The, you know, we're going to say that anyway because we think we do know things. Um, <laughs> and spread the butter into the, into the prepared dish. Make the orange juice up to one and a half cups with the boiling water and stir in the blueberry jam and sugar. And pour over the batter. Actually, this is sounding divine Isn't as it? I read it. Yeah. Bake in a preheated oven for 45 minutes or until the sponge top is cooked in the center. And we know we've got a test skewer. You can do that. But quite often with something like this, you can just tell by looking at it. Sprinkle with the icing sugar before serving. And I always deem, look, you know, really, when you're putting icing sugar on top of something to make it look lovely, please just do it while it's hot. Uh, while it's, if it's hot, you're going to be serving it 
straight away. But if you're leaving it for a while and let it cool, just don't put the icing sugar on it, then leave it to cool. Wait till it's cool if you're serving it later, and because yeah. it, then it doesn't sort of melt into the into the pudding, and it doesn't look so good yeah. if we're trying to impress. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, um, delicious with whipped cream, which the listeners know is one of my faves, and uh, I love whipped cream with something like this. But if you uh, haven't got blueberries, or you can use raspberries, fresh apricots, boysenberries, you know, and boysenberry jam, you're marrying up the jam with with what. It, you're putting in so there you are I think that's uh that sounds really nice in fact I might be actually uh looking at that one myself do you think you could go. do it with blackberries as well I think you could do it with blackberries I've been picking yes. picking blackberries oh like yes tons yes of with, them. Le- with, with leather gloves on oh unfortunately no and I've got cuts all over me oh okay wild or um wild, wild yeah wild? They sh- yes they're pests but uh before oh. we Chop them up oh, and dig oh, them out. We're picking oh, the blackberries off oh, them first. Okay. Oh, fair enough too. Absolutely lovely. Gee, they're lethal though, aren't they? Oh, they are lethal. Gosh, yeah, they're such a taste good. Yeah, they, they do. Taste good. Right. Well, that's our our first couple of recipes. Great. Well, I think we should play a song. And you and I were having a little bit of a listen to some music before, and we've decided on this one. A bit of bread that might suit what's coming up. Yeah. It don't matter to me. That's the name of the song, and oh, here it is. Okay. It don't matter to me. some time to be free time to go out searching for yourself hoping to find time to go to find it don't matter to me if you take up with someone who's better than me cause you're happy How many came before it really doesn't matter Just as long as you're the last Everybody moving on and trying to find out What's been missing in the past And it don't matter to me If your searching brings you Back together with me Cause there'll always be to me. 
Table with Gail and Catherine here on Coast Access Radio 104.7. That was kind of a, a bit of a romantic song. It's nice, yes. I haven't heard bread for a long time, no. actually. Yeah. Good band. It's nice. Nice yeah. to listen to. Very nice. Nice and easy. Uh, now, this is going to be a little wee bit of information for you. So we seem to have, you know, sort of got a chocolate topic today. And uh, when I saw this, I thought, this is very interesting. So this is not a recipe. This is just some information for you. And it's 10 reasons why chocolate is good for you. So take that on board when we're giving giving you some chocolate recipes. But this, of course, we're talking about the good chocolate. We talk about good, not all those beautiful ones that are... um, probably filled with caramel or, you know, other things. This is good, solid chocolate. So I'm just going to give you a couple of these and um, just for a bit of advice. And, of course, you don't have to take it, but this is what I've found out. Chocolate makes you live longer. Researchers at Harvard University in the US, uh, in the US studied 8,000 men for 65 years and oh. found those who ate modest amounts of chocolate up to three times a month lived almost a year longer than those who didn't eat any. They concluded this was likely to be because cocoa contains antioxidants called polyphenols, polyphenols, also found, interesting, in red wine, which prevent the oxidation of harmful cholesterol. Antioxidants are also known to protect against cancer. Yeah. So there, I'm not saying that you should drink, um, you know, lots of red wine. No, because it's only small. That. It's only small amounts. That you're better right. off eating the chocolate. Yeah. The, oh, there you are. <laughs> so there you are. So that was one thing that I thought was interesting, and another one. Um, Chocolate helps us digest milk. Now, I was wondering whether you agreed with this one because is ve- vegan got anything to do with lactose intolerant or no? Oh, no, it depends. Oh, Some, it depends. Yeah, oh, so okay. lactose intolerant just means they can't drink milk or have cream or oh, have, okay. have dairy. Yeah, That's whereas right. vegan don't yeah. have any animal products. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. So that wouldn't apply. This means it's good for those who are lactose intolerant. Uh, researchers at Rhode Island University have shown cocoa stimulates activity of the enzyme lactase in the intestine. We need this to digest lactose, the sugar found in milk. Lactose intolerant patients showed a reduction in bloating, cramping and diarrhea when one and a half teaspoons of cocoa were added to a cup of milk. Is that why people feel good having a nice hot cocoa at night time? Well, I, yeah, well, I have sometimes drinking chocolate and I feel, you know, better than having a cup of coffee at, so, you know, a certain hour. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of more calming. Yeah. yeah. It's nice, yeah. So, uh, you know, this is, you don't have to just, you know, take this. This is what I've read. It's not my advice, but it's advice that I read. And I just thought it would be interesting. And I've got one here also. Chocolate can make you more alert. It contains a stimulant called uh, theobromine, a caffeine-like substance thought to make us more alert. But theobromine doesn't have the side effect of giving us the jitters like caffeine. (laughs) And chocolate contains only minute, minute amounts of caffeine. A mug of coffee is about 85 milligrams compared with just one milligram and three squares of chocolate. I thought that was quite interesting. It is really interesting. Yeah. Mm, Right. Catherine, anything that you see on my little list that you'd like to sort of read out and and the listeners could be interested? 
I love the look of this one. Nutritionists say chocolate does not make you put on weight. And this is a really interesting one because you can't blame any single food on weight gain. So long as you don't eat more kilojoules than you burn off, you won't get fat. So when we're saying chocolate's good for you, don't eat four bars of it. I know. It's just like three little little odd pieces of it or something. That's right. Yeah, three squares. And that should be enough for your taste buds anyway. Yeah. I don't think I could. treat. With with it being so dark, I don't think I could sit down and eat too much of it anyway. No, no. And the darker the better. So that's interesting too, But not for dogs. Don't give it to your dogs. No, No dark chocolate. No, not no, good. No. Yeah. So that's our little wee chocolate. I love tongue. it. Yeah. It's, I just thought it might be, you know, a little bit different to reading out a recipe. Always a good excuse if we find something, good reason to have a chocolate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to end on today, uh, Catherine. I saw this and I thought, oh, this is very easy. And it could be, um, it's just something I sort of feel with being a tramper. Well, I don't tramp too much these days um, or carry a heavy pack. But it's the sort of thing that you would have when you're out tramping, you know, and sort of um, it's what I call good tramping food. And take it out and just have it when you get into the hut. And, oh, cup of tea. Oh. I can just see it now. <laughs> but anyway, this is called Olive's Cold Tea Bread. Ooh. So very simple, uh, not elaborate or anything like that. But it's got 120 grams of sugar, 150 mils of cold tea, 240 grams of self-raising flour, and 240 grams of candied peel, raisins, and sultanas, so a mixture of that, and two beaten eggs. So you're soaking your fruit and peel mixture in the sugar and cold tea overnight. Now, we're talking about teas. There's so many different teas. I mean, gumboot tea, of course, but you may use any cold tea um, that you prefer. But the person who, um, who wrote this recipe liked Earl Grey. And it's funny, I don't like Earl Grey tea, so there you are. I wouldn't be using that one. (laughs) Or another strongly flavoured tea, such as uh, Bourbon Vanilla, for example. But you could use ginger or any of those teas, which are lovely, any of those herbal teas. So you could soak that over there. Um, Once soaked, mix in the flour and beaten eggs, turn into a well-greased and lined baking tin, and cook at 180 degrees for 50 to 60 minutes. And then basically take it out, cool on a wire tray, and this keeps well and freezes well. But, of course, I have it with butter because I love butter. You know, I don't, I don't have those other ones. <laughs> and uh, But I just do like butter. And um, and as I say, when, when, when you go tramping, of course, um, you do. T- I've got a butter container that I used to take to just have things like this, and it's so lovely. Yeah, you don't feel like you're missing out on anything. I think when you're outside and just something when you're being outside and you've got something delicious like that with a cup of tea, something like you say, it's just to. gorgeous. Yeah, a little, a little, or you know, take a little bottle of um, port, which I used to do. Oh yeah, as no, well. secrets are coming yeah, out. Yeah, secrets are coming out, but only you know those little wee plastic cups. Honestly, what could you get out of those? But if you took enough for if you're out five nights, it was just a nice little wee no. dram. Yeah, before nice. before tea. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. So that's our recipes for this week. Gail, you've Catherine. outdone yourself. You've oh. just got the romantic little bug about you as well. <laughs> and it's gorgeous. Thank you. Okay, that's fine. And we'll see you, um, oh, I suppose, in another week's in another time. week. Mm? You're Good. on Coast Access Radio 104.7 with At The Table with Gail. Nice, Catherine.
This program was made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.org.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.